there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there beautiful souls and welcome to episode 36 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. So before we get into today's episode, which is one of the intuition on the daily episodes, this is number three, I have a few stories that I want to share with you. I've got actually so many that have happened in the last week, and I've just picked a couple of my favorite from those. But before I get into that, I did want to share with you two of the beautiful sponsors and two of my all-time favorite Australian businesses who are contributing to the self-care kits that every single beautiful soul who is coming to my Tune in Intuitive Women's Circles launch party in January will be receiving in their little take home kit, which is so exciting. So the very first one is the Collective Hub. I love the Collective Hub magazines. I just adore sitting down and reading them and having some me time and just chilling out, flipping through. There's always so many interesting articles. They're always up to date with all of the latest things that are going on in the world. So I always find it really interesting. Yeah, just to tune in and, and sit down with a cup of tea and yeah enjoy the magazine so i hope you will all enjoy it everyone who is coming along to the launch party and the other business that is one of my all-time favorites that actually links in with one of the stories i'm going to share with you today is one of my favorite eco brands it's, it's actually my favorite eco brand they're called seed and sprout they are based in byron bay and they have all the alternatives for all of your single use items so all of the glad wrap and the cling wrap and and the plastic containers and all that kind of stuff, drink bottles. They have like everything you can possibly imagine. And for probably the last 18 months to two years, I have been on this like a mission to get rid of as much plastic as possible from my and my family's life and to stop using, you know, anything single use. I haven't used a lot of things single use for a while, but this made me really take my plastic free and single use anything to a whole new level so they're amazing they have a um a little weekly video that they pop up on instagram and they share something new about um basically environmentally friendly and eco-friendly living and getting rid of plastics so their whole mission is is to get rid of plastics and single-use items and you know take care of the planet and yeah not not have us putting those single-use things into landfill and also not having us um, ingesting the chemicals that come out of a lot of plastic items that we use on the daily. So I use so many of the things. I use their drink bottles. I use their um, little stainless steel tins to take snacks in for myself and my family. I have quite a few of their different tins. I have, what else do I have there? I've got an amazing um, farmer's market shopping bags, which I use for everything. I take them on holidays and put my kids' toys in them. They are like the strongest calico bags I've ever owned, and I feel like they'll never break. And they've got awesome pockets for when you're going shopping for all your fruit and veggies to pop the standing things like celery and stuff in the sides. 
Um, oh, there's just so many things. They're amazing. And everyone coming to the launch party will receive a special discount code to use to invite some more plastic-free living into your life. So I hope you enjoy those for everyone who's coming along to the launch party. So let's get into today's episode. So I just wanted to make a little note before I go further into this episode that if you have any little ears around or or your kids are around, it might be best to pause this episode and fast forward through this first story while they are around and listen to it later on. And if you want to do that, head on to about 8 minutes 50 to hear the next two stories. And if it's all good to go, then enjoy listening. So as I mentioned, one of the stories actually that I have received some intuitive guidance from this week came from watching Seed and Sprout. So their little episode this week was, was no, it was last week, was on um, having an eco-friendly Christmas. And some of the facts that they talked about, I was, I was blown away and I was mortified and I was like, how can I make a difference in my family's life? when it comes to Christmas, because there is so much waste on so many levels, not to mention all the plastic toys that get bought or the wrapping paper that actually isn't properly recyclable because it does have a bit of plastic in it. It's not fully recyclable. Um, Christmas cards, food, all the things that get thrown in the bin and into landfill. And I just thought, okay, how can I make this make a difference in my life and my family's life that, that adds to making a difference for the greater good and for our world and they were talking about different ways that you can um, wrap your presents and that's one thing for me is that I'm going to go completely eco-friendly with wrapping presents this year so just talking about wrapping alone I decided that I'm just going to get like the simple I'm pretty sure at Officeworks if you're in Australia Officeworks is um you'll know Officeworks, you'll have heard of it. So it's an office and school supply place and they have rolls of brown paper. Um, And then you can get some like twine and things like that to wrap it in or, you know, you might have a scarf that you're not using anymore to wrap it in to make it look pretty or something like that. But I just really want to, you know, have my main focus when it comes to wrapping to be how can I be eco-friendly. So my next question was once I'd figured out what I was going to wrap the presents with um, was also how with having little kids, how am I going to wrap the presents in completely different wrapping this year? Um, the ones from Santa and not have it be, you know, completely different for them because they'll be like, Oh, what's going on? This different wrapping paper. Um, so I was like, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pull this off and have it, you know, be, be something where they will still not even question Santa. So, I kind of was just thinking about it, thinking about it, and then I let it go. I stopped thinking about it. And then a couple of days later, it dropped into my mind. It was like, why don't I have a conversation with the kids? And this was where my intuition came in. My intuition dropped in and said, have a conversation with the kids about it and just say to them, why don't we write to Santa and ask him if he can use eco-friendly wrapping? So that's exactly what I did this morning. I had a chat with the kids while we're having breakfast. And I said, you know, I told them the fact that apparently Every Christmas, well, the last Christmas, Australia alone uses so much wrapping paper that we could wrap our earth four times. And all of that goes into landfill and it's not recyclable. And I was telling them that I was saying, how how bad is that? That, you know, the earth has got to try and chew this stuff up that it can't break down, that really, really struggles to break down. And that in Australia, we use so much that we can wrap the earth four times around. And they were just like, oh my gosh, like they kind of, I could see their minds kind of trying to, trying to imagine how much wrapping paper that would be. And, and then I said to them, do you think maybe that 
when we write our list to Santa this year that we could maybe write to him that we want to be eco-friendly and we want to save our planet and do good things for our planet. So maybe we could ask Santa, do you think you could use some you know, eco-friendly or planet-friendly wrapping? And they were like, yeah, that sounds really good, mum. So they weren't as excited about it as me, <laughs> which I didn't expect them to be. But I thought this was a really nice way of you know, introducing that conversation with them because I have lots of different conversations about you know, how we can be eco-friendly and um, how we can look after this planet. And, you know, they know in our house where the recycle bag is and where the soft plastics bag is and, you know, what we do with our food waste and our green waste and all that kind of stuff. They understand that because we make that part of our daily life. So having this conversation with them was just an extension of a conversation that we already have. But I thought it was such a beautiful idea and I was so glad when it dropped into my intuition via my intuition because I was like, this is awesome. I get to have another, you know, um, educational and empowering conversation with my kids and they can be in on it too. So when we sit down to write our letter to Santa this year, we're going to be asking him to use some eco-friendly wrapping paper. So we're hoping that he will oblige. <laughs> um, so if you have kids or even if you don't, it's it can be a great conversation to have with your family um, or with your friends or with loved ones. And with kids, it's so, I feel like it's such a good conversation to have with them because it makes them become aware from such a young age of each little action that we take and the effect that it has on this planet and collectively how big a difference that can make and that starts with one of us you know one of us at a time making that change and then accumulatively becoming many of us making those changes and that makes the big difference over time so I loved that one from intuition um, the second one was I'm going to share two more with you the second one was that I needed to get in to see my GP this week and I woke up feeling really bad a couple of days ago and I was like, I need to get in to see my GP today. And I've just found this new GP and I really love her and the way that she works. She's very much in alignment with the way that I want to um, like heal my body and work with my body and investigate things and stuff like that. So I called first thing in the morning and she was fully booked and I was just like, I don't want to see anyone else but her. So I said, you know, I asked them if they could put me on a waiting list um, and they would call me if she had an appointment. Anyway, it got a couple of hours later and I was feeling worse and I was like, okay, I really need to go in and see her. And then I thought, okay, I'm just going to go have a nap. My mum was over watching my baby. So I went and had a bit of a lie down and a nap. And then I woke up and I was like, I need to call right now. My intuition was like, call right now. And I was like, okay. So I called the doctor's clinic straight away and I was like, I'm just calling to see if anyone else has an appointment because I couldn't figure out why my intuition was asking me to call. And I said to them, I want to see this particular doctor, but I called before and she's busy. Um, but I'm happy to see anyone now. I'm feeling worse than I was a few hours ago. So if you can book me with anyone. Um, and as I was on the phone with the receptionist, she just said to me, as we are speaking right now, your preferred doctor has just had a cancellation so I can pop you in with her. And I just love the timing of that because my doctor's clinic, they are very hard to get into on the day. Um, sometimes they can be very hard to get into a week in advance because they're so popular and they're such great doctors. But just my intuition telling me in that moment to call and how it aligned with when I was speaking to the receptionist and someone cancelled for the doctor that I wanted in that very moment was just, it gave me goosebumps. It's one of those beautiful synchronicities that I love and that I find the more and more I sink into my intuition and the more and more I create space and honor those calls when my intuition is telling me something and take action on them, more of those continue to happen. And I, I love it. Aligning with that flow in life, not always easy, but it, when you can align with that flow and trust your intuition and take and place action on it, 
those magical moments can happen and it's you know that was just a really simple little example but to me on that day it meant so much to me because I really wanted to see the same doctor so that was another little illustration of how my intuition came in and supported me just in the everyday and this is why I'm actually sharing these episodes with you these intuition on the daily episodes because I really want to illustrate to you how many different areas of your life your intuition can support you in and how it can support you in even the smallest of decisions or in the smallest of inspirations that can drop in. You know, whether it's a time of need or whether it is a time where you are just kind of surrendered and sitting in a space in between or whether it's you don't even know you need something or you need to communicate something, it will, that information and that that inspiration will drop in from your intuition at the perfect time. And I think too, I used to also doubt certain areas of my life I could use my intuition. And I was like, oh no, intuition can't help me with communication and relationships. And intuition can't really help me with my business and make decisions and you know, whatever. But it does. It can help you with everything. The wisdom and the answers that you need are within, which was also something that I used to doubt so much. And that's, again, the reason why I want to share these episodes with you when I do have, you know, um, a lot of different intuitive information dropping in on the daily is because it can apply to anything. And if you are wanting some information to drop in from source energy, from your soul via your intuition, sometimes all we have to do is ask or even allow space for it to drop in. So I'm going to share with you one more um, little example of how intuition dropped in and this was me creating some space and this one kind of blew my mind and often I <laughs> I think I doubted in my intuition for so long and I was so scared of it for so long that I'm often blown away by the smallest of happenings and the smallest of, um, of you know receiving from the universe and from my intuition that I just think it's so amazing. I just, I love it, which, you know, is why I'm here sharing it with you guys, because I want to inspire you to tune back into that place. And I want to inspire you to remember that this is all within you and that it is not external to you and that you do not need superpowers to tune in. You just need some consistency and a regular practice and some trust in that inner space. So this third and final little scenario I'm going to share with you today Happened a few days ago, and um, so I had a someone in my life made a decision on my behalf, which I wasn't. It wasn't necessarily the decision the decision that I would have made. Um, and when they told me they made this decision, initially I was just frustrated and I was a bit pissed off. To be honest, straight away I was just like, oh, there was no communication there. Um, but I sort of took a few deep breaths and walked away from the situation and just went, okay, this isn't how I would have liked it to have gone, but the decision's been made and that's that. So I just need to accept that that's been made. I kind of just felt my frustration and let it pass through me and took some deep breaths and came to this place of acceptance really quickly, which was quite amazing because this has happened before and it was something that I haven't been able to accept so quickly in the past but I think because I had done it before I could get to that place of forgiveness and acceptance quite quickly and anyway not long after this scenario unfolded um, I was going down to have just a bit of meditation a bit of a nap while my baby was sleeping so I'd lay down put my earphones on put my meditation music on and all I could think about was this freaking situation it was going around and around and around in my head and it's starting to frustrate me again just because I was going over it, I couldn't get my mind off it. 
and I was lying there and I had my meditation music on and my meditation music was starting to calm me down and starting to slow my thoughts a little bit. And then I was feeling into my body and into my energy and I was feeling into how my energy was responding to my thoughts and it was making me feel frantic it was making me feel kind of worked up inside it was making me feel um, sort of restless and so i just sat there and took a few breaths and i just felt that restlessness and i just embodied it and i let it pass through me and then all of a sudden i just was in this deep kind of that space that you're in when you're kind of half asleep but not quite that kind of meditative zone i was in that zone and i was kind of having this communication with my soul and i was saying i just i don't care like whatever happens happens like i just want to let this go thank you for helping me let this go and then what i could feel was my my soul and my energy handing over the situation as if I was holding it in my hands and passing it over to the universe. I handed it over to the universe and I said in my head, thank you universe for taking care of this, you know, for the highest good of all. I trust that, you know, you'll sort it out as to whatever has to happen. And then I just focused on my breath and I focused on the music and I managed to fall asleep and, you know, completely surrender it. And by the time I had handed it over, I felt peaceful within my body and I felt relaxed and like I'd released it. Like I'd actually handed it over. And that's one of the ways I hand something over to the universe is I visualize myself holding the thought or the issue or whatever it is in my hands. And then I just hand it over and I let it go. And I just do that a few times, you know, from a place of love. I'm trying not to do this from frustration because then that just makes it harder to let it go. So getting to that place where I was accepting of the situation and I was forgiving of the other person and I was forgiving of myself too for judging and getting really frustrated about it. And then just handing it over and going, okay, I trust. I've, I've had this happen enough times where I've handed things over to the universe and the universe has sorted out for me. So I just handed it over and I was like, thank you for sorting this out. Did my meditation, woke up from my meditation, um, got my baby up, jumped in the car to go and pick up my other kids from kinder and school. I looked at my phone. There was a message from this person on my phone and they text me and they'd said, um, I just want to let you know that the situation that had unfolded before has unfolded now differently and it's happened it's worked out happening the way that you wanted it to after our discussion um and i just was looking at this text message just like oh my god the universe totally took care of that for me because this person hadn't taken any action to change it it was the other part of the situation that neither of us had any control over and it completely just fixed itself up and i know it sounds a bit cryptic because i'm not using names or you know specifics in the scenario but the universe completely took care of that when i handed that over and once i got to that place of full acceptance and full forgiveness and full like energetic alignment with handing it over just by feeling into my intuition and my energy and having a conversation with my soul it just sorted it out. It's, it's, it was this palpable energetic shift when I handed it over, when I was visualizing handing it over, I could feel my energy unwinding from feeling frustrated. I could feel it letting go. I could feel myself calming down and relaxing. And yeah, my, my energy just completely shifted as I was visualizing it and handing it over. So that was just another beautiful way that my intuition supported me and my soul supported me while I was in that meditative state as to what to do with that situation, that frustrating situation. And it's just another illustration too, that the universe has your back. Like we really are more supported than we realize when we don't feel supported, we're in our ego and we are not 
feeling or acknowledging that connection with our soul that is always there and i know i fall into that space too absolutely quite often i will you know fall into this space of believing the stories in my mind or getting caught up in my ego telling me to do this and do that and then feeling rushed and feeling like i have to do all the things rather than questioning and going well do i need to do these things now or do i need to buy into that story my ego is telling me and you know come away from trusting and sitting in that soul space and I think this is one of our biggest lessons as human beings with with the mind that we have and with the ego that we have is to remember that we're constantly being pulled away from our truth by our ego, but our job is to recognize it and acknowledge it and just come back, come back to the truth, come back to the truth, which can be so much easier said than done in, in many instances, but it is a regular practice and the more we practice this, the easier it gets and the more we practice it we build these neural pathways in our mind each time we practice something it's like the first time as a baby you learn how to use a spoon the first time you would have missed your mouth quite a few times and then the, you know you eventually got it in and then it was like oh my gosh okay you've just grown a new neural pathway in your mind and that neural pathway is all about putting the spoon in your mouth each time after that you put the spoon in your mouth a little shoot of energy goes across that neural pathway and it gets strengthened and that little bridge that pathway grows and grows and grows and then each time after that that you put that spoon in your mouth that neural pathway gets stronger so it's the same with our intuition and our practices around our intuition the more that we practice it the more we trust it and the more we cement those practices and those neural pathways in our mind and the more likely we are to remember them and to use them in times when we need them, but even more so than that, just on a regular basis in these sort of everyday moments when our intuition is coming up or when we feel like we uh, we need some guidance or we need some support or we need to understand something a little bit better. So anyway, I hope these, um, these little scenarios that I've shared with you today have just shed a bit of light on the many, many different ways that your intuition can support you in your world. And yeah, I hope you enjoy continuing to play with your intuition. Stay curious and I will see you next week. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journey together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes, which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.